solution they just want to whine and whine and whine and blah 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 you know they just want to cry 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 but you know what i tell those people once you get off to the sidelines grab your little juice box go sit down suck your thumb and watch the real men and women get after it because if all you're gonna do is complain then what then what good are you be part of the solution don't sit there and cry about it don't sit there and contribute to the problem or, you know, say you got the solution. Why don't you be part of it? Get involved with your assembly. But first, why don't you get involved with God? Because that's where it starts. You got to get involved with God. You got to get involved with Jesus Christ. Invite him in your heart because we can't turn this nation around unless we all point to God. God has to be centered at everything we do. I don't think many people realize just how important that little detail is. God has to be centered at the heart of everything. I mean, if we have any chance of turning this country around, that's the way it has to be. And remember what it says in Joshua 1.9. I command you, be firm and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Hardline, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are in the captain's chair. They are the host. That means they are at the wheel and they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here at His Our Line for another episode of 1% with Him. We're going to be doing a reading out of Isaiah chapter 19, verses 1 through 25 on this Saturday, November 26, 2022. <clears throat> glad to have you all here today. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. So like I always say, as long as you give God and Jesus Christ complete 100% trust and faith in them, in your life, and you just give complete surrender of your life to them, they will steer your ship into that safe harbor and give you peace and refuge, allow you to anchor out and get your feet on solid dry land. It's very important. So got a little bit of things I wanted to cover here before we get into the reading. I was just kind of scrolling some basic headlines. I'll tell you, for a Saturday, it's actually kind of interesting. There are actually some pretty <clears throat> noteworthy things here. So I'm seeing here on the Gateway Pundit that the uh, Ariz there was an Arizona County Republican chair that sent the letters calling on Maricopa County not to certify the corrupt midterm election. Bravo. I'm waiting to see some uh, action here in Michigan. Uh, because nothing has really been certified here, actually, as a matter of fact. But again, we need we need not take our eyes off of what happened back in 2020. I mean, if people are this focused on 2022. 
then you've completely missed the boat. We still got 2020 that we got to, you know, fix. But again, we're talking about a de facto system. Ultimately, what we need to put our eyes on, and I've been harping on this for the longest time, is how to get your states assembled, okay, per the Article 5 in the United States Constitution. Okay, we need three quarters of 50 states, which equals 38 states. Now, Destry was kind enough to take time out of his day and fly down to Oregon and help those kind people uh, there in that state to assemble their state. They put out public notice, so now they are the 15th state that have assembled. Now, I'm not sure what's on the docket, to my understanding. There's some states that are around the Michigan area. I need to get some confirmation on that before I start spouting on the mouth You know, further on that. So that's really good, good stuff. But in order for us to be able to have complete control of our government and come out of interim status, it is absolutely imperative that we get our 38 states. We don't need to be focusing on the 2020. We don't need to be focusing 2022. Listen, that's more stuff for the normies to wake up to um, as far as helping them realize, hey, you, this is the corrupt system you have. Those are mechanisms and races that is really ultimately going to help people that aren't even aware of Q. They're not aware of the assemblies. They're not aware of, you know, people like Donna Brandenburg. They're, they're, those, those are the kind of things that need to wake normal people up. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> excuse me. And Destry was just saying here that uh, we will be announcing further states after notices are being published. So that's excellent. So he's going to keep us up to date on that. And so, like I said, we will continuously always bring forth any new information regarding the assemblies. And I see we got Ron that just rolled in the chat board here. Good evening, Ron. Happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Oscar, glad to see you here. Zero in Michigan, always a pleasure. And uh, I'm glad to see everybody here. Um, and so, yeah, Destry and, uh, you know, a few select others within the assembly will be, you know, providing more information as it comes in. <clears throat> so that'll be great. Um, as I scroll through some of these other things here, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let's see here. Texas Governor Abbott eh, sends two more buses of illegal migrants to uh, liberal sanctuary city, Philadelphia. Yeah, whatever. Um, just it's just nothing but, you know, just a big song and dance. Uh, what are we seeing here? There was something here that I see. Oh, here it is revealed. FTX was funding biological weapon shelters. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more on this um, as more information unfolds. Just exactly how far deep FTX was with the um, not just, you know, providing funding for the uh, Democrats here in the U.S., but also, you know, some rhino Republicans here in the U.S. But, you know, FTX was very critical, in my opinion, it is my belief that FTX was very critical for the deep state cabal to really use as a uh, mechanism to help transfer um, moving into a CBDC while they collapse the dollar and completely get us further into an enslavement system with a different type of uh, digital currency, if you will. So uh, very interesting um, to see that there is a story out there saying that, you know, that FTX was funding biological weapons shelter. So I think we're going to find out more about that. And of course, you got pet ownership is now under attack by unhinged climate extremists as uh, dogs and cats are now part of the climate problem. So on top of cow farts, you know, that are flatulating and releasing uh, carbon emissions through their uh, anus, I guess uh, cats and dogs now fall under the list of we are no longer allowed to have. I mean, so that's just outstanding for all you cat and dog people out there. So that's pretty cool. Um yeah, there's just so much stupidity out there. 
I mean, you know, it's funny. They say that cats and dogs are part of the problem. Well, what about the people that are completely hyperventilating and breathing unnecessary air and ex- exhaling unnecessary carbon dioxide? I mean, what about those people that are constantly always hyperventilating and huffing and puffing? <laughs> you know, you'd figure those are the people that are really the most um, extreme uh, how do I want to say it? They're the most extreme risk to our climate if they really want to talk about it, you know? And uh, yeah, Ron actually makes a very good point. They won't take my furry kids. Yeah. If that's the case, I mean, what what's that do for furries? People that identify as furries. You see the nonsense of all of this? This is so sick. This is so stupid. I, I, this is how Satan works. And you got to keep your eye on the prize, okay? There's so much nonsense activity out there. You have to keep your eye on the prize. What's the eye on the prize? Well, first and foremost, it's keep your eyes at the cross to God and get um, Jesus Christ in your heart. That's number one. That's the most important thing we need to keep focused in front row and center. Christ and God, God and Christ in your life centered around all things that you do. Okay. That's numero uno on the priority list. Now, numero dos, how to assemble your state, how to get 30 people put together in a room, preferably more, just to account for people that might lag and not show up. I like what Lena says, 40 people. We need to get letters of intent. And for those of you out there, I I need to put my email out there somewhere. For some reason, I I guess I took it off. But for anybody that needs to email me, it is jmjdirect at protonmail.com. It is jmjdirect at protonmail.com. My website's hishardline.com. If you want to learn more about what's going on with your state and county assembly, you can find that information in the forums at www.national-assembly.net. Now... Destry was just saying, "How? imagine how they would freak out over a belch from a volcano. Yeah, absolutely right. What are they going to do? Expel the volcano off the face of the earth? Good luck. So there's that. Apparently, um, let's see here. There's another thing here. It says, everybody is very concerned. DC on edge as Chinese-made drones are detected in restricted airspace. Oh, really? I mean, I don't really care about it, considering DC is technically a foreign land in this nation. So who cares about DC? As far as I'm concerned, let the Chinese spy on, on, on DC (laughs) have at it. That's good stuff. I still never forget that press conference that Jen Psaki was doing. And all of a sudden you hear, you know, the military flying over the white house, supposedly allegedly. Right. And you just hear this big jet airliner fly right over DC, which obviously if you know anything about DC, how it used to be, you're not supposed to fly. I think, what is it within like 40 or 50 miles or four, at least 20 or 30 miles of DC over the airspace. So I thought that was pretty awesome how the military was like completely, trolling them on live tv that was great but yeah i guess everybody's concerned about you know chinese made drones flying over dc well have fun that's your surveillance program for you all to all the dc uh you know swamp monsters uh there's something else that i saw that i wanted to talk about where we're not talk about but at least touch on it was actually really big where is it oh here it is yes this is actually a really big deal and i think this is great hopefully it's true um, the FCC bans Chinese Huawei from selling in the U.S. And Trump's staffer tells the behind-the-scenes story. So apparently, the U.S. government has finally taken some action against China. 
and all the equipment made by Chinese companies, Huawei Technologies and the ZTE Corporation cannot be sold in the United States, according to the FCC. That's awesome. That is actually really, really awesome. So FCC Commissioner Brandon Carr said in an announcement that devices made by Hytera Communications, uh, Hangzhou Hikvision Digital Technology and Dawei uh, Technology will not be approved for sale in the U.S. unless they assure that the devices won't be used for public safety, security of government facilities and other national security purposes. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I mean, you know. One less thing that can come in this nation from China, especially if it's, you know, from the CCP, the better. Um, that's just kind of how I see it. So uh, very good stuff there. Uh, a little further, um, just kind of venturing on Telegram real quick. So <clears throat> apparently I saw on Telegram channel Just Human, JP Morgan Chase and Deutsche Bank have been accused of profiting and facilitating the sexual abuse of young women and girls by the late financier Jeff Epstein, according to two lawsuits that are filed uh, on Thursday, that have been filed on Thursday, <clears throat> in the latest effort to target people and institutions surrounding Epstein. Yeah, I mean, this is very interesting. And this is, uh, that was uh, according, that was a, you can see that article referenced in uh, Forbes, if you want to look that up. I also posted it on my Telegram at his hardline. But yeah, I think we're starting, you know, we're going to start seeing more information about what, uh, what is it, uh, Balenciaga and what's going on with that and the whole child, just, just all the sickness that is surrounding uh, just Balenciaga and these supposed modeling firms. It's just, there's a lot of sickness and a lot of satanic activity that's taking place. And, you know, we just don't know exactly how far all this goes with who. And but at the end of the day, we can we can rest assured in one simple agreement is that it's sicker than sick. And uh, yeah, Rachel Chandler, how she is, um, you know, part of that and apparently affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein. So uh, I think we're going to start seeing more on that. That's just going to be another mechanism yet again to keep waking up these normies out there that have no flipping idea what's going on. Um, thanks to Karen the Riveter for posting this on her page. Um, as you all know, now this is kind of hard for me to really do because I hate being wrong. But as I will always say to you guys, if I am wrong, I will always come to you in the forefront. I will admit it. Now, I've been referencing a couple of voices out there that I recently came to discover, as well as Destry. One of them was Derek Johnson. Another one was by goes by the name of S.G. Anon. Now. I'm not going to go on the offensive and start saying, <clears throat> or the defensive or offensive, I guess I don't know which position that would really be for me, but I'm not going to go start pointing fingers and say that these guys are frauds, okay? Now, if you want to see people that really, you know, see a channel on Telegram that really, you know, goes after these people, you can go see the, I think it's called the, the Clickbait ex Expose channel on Telegram. They seem to be pretty solid in their reporting on that, you know, including Phil Godolewski and others. But I am going to say this. Based on some information that I've read on Telegram and things that I kind of looked into further, okay? Now, I'm not saying that some of these guys were really wrong because I was texting Destry earlier today. I said, what do you think of these guys? Do you think, you know, like, what's your overall opinion? Because I just want to get, because one, you know, he, he listened to a couple things as well as I did. And, and so we had our conversations. I won't, you know, divulge what that is because, again, I don't want it to make seem like I'm finger pointing or anything like that. But... I guess all I'm going to say is this, is that they're very good at the guessing game, okay? They are very, very good at the guessing game at what's going on. 
And I was toying around with the idea of taking down a couple of the episodes that actually played that where I played the SG Anon sound bites and the 40 minute piece on that one show. Um, I, we're going to keep it up just because the information is not completely all inaccurate. However, who they say they are is definitely questionable. So all I'm saying, and I posted this earlier. Okay. And if you want to find out more, you can go on the, on my telegram page and, and, and check it out and read it. But all I'm saying is this, and this is what I wrote. I just said, well, folks, McKay, Gutaluski, SG Anon, Jaco, Rodriguez, Ward, VNM, Parks, O'Savin, Johnson, Van, uh, Vandersteel, and others. I am challenging every single one of these truthers to provide validation on a lot of things that they say and put out to the public. This is one of the many reasons why I've shied away from listening to many of these truthers out here. Seems like the only one that I can really, really trust and rely on is Brandenburg News Network. And as we all know, that's started by Donna Brandenburg. And she is a definite truther, wants nothing but the truth to get out there, researches truth on the fly while she does her video streaming. And so you, it's just she's she wants to see these sick pedophiles go away. And with the fact that she is backed by General Michael Flynn, that's one of the biggest reasons why they want a General Michael Flynn locked up, because he knows exactly what they do what the FBI and the CIA have done, that he knows where all the bodies are buried. Why do you think they wanted him gone once and for all? They are part of trying to get rid of these evil satanic people who traffic children. Okay. And Donna is right at the forefront of all of it. Unfortunately, she can't divulge a lot of the information of what she has come across and what she's actively engaged in. Because again, this is a very large scale operation. All that said, she is the only one that I really trust with all of this because she is, she does, you know, seek the heart of Christ. And, you know, when you, when you meet someone and you look them in their eyes, you can tell if they're slimy or if they're legit and, 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 um, authentic, right? You could tell that they really mean well. And so continuing what I wrote in my post, I said, it seems like the only one I really trust is Brandenburg News Network is all about really, I'm going to put solid stock into. There is not much I can say about others. Just take much caution, ladies and gentlemen. I will admit when I was wrong and I have been wrong about the last couple of voices that I've been referencing this last couple of weeks. As I get more information onto these individuals, we will stick to the very solid information that we can rely on. That's God, Jesus, the National Assembly, and BNN. That's basically about it. So I just wanted to put that out there to all of you out there that, you know, because at the end of the day, I do not want to, <clears throat> I don't want to misguide anybody. I believe being behind this microphone takes a lot of responsibility, and I'm not going to take that responsibility lightly because God asked me to be here. And so the last thing I feel like doing is really lying to any of you or hiding the fact when I'm wrong. And that's why I like having people like Karen the River, like Randy, like Destry, like Ron, people who who are also researchers. They, I believe, have good discernment. And so they can kind of chime in and say, hey, brother, I think you might be a little misguided in this, okay? Or, hey, you might be wrong on this. I have no problem swallowing my pride and my ego because it's very, very small. So it's a very little teeny tiny pill to swallow. But I have no problem swallowing both of those at the same time to make corrections. So I just want to inform all of you. Just take caution with all the voices out there. Okay. And when it comes to listening to this channel or X22 or Bards FM or And We Know or whoever. 
All I will say to you is just do your own research. I cannot stress that enough. Do your own research. Now, with that said, I do want to play this one sound clip before we get into the reading, because this is exactly how I felt with the testimony that this guy is going to give. I saw this on TikTok and I thought it was gold. I wanted you all to share what I listened to um, earlier this morning. Give this a check. Uh, check this out. You see, the problem is that I was sure that I was a Christian. You see, I grew up in the church. I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in Christian circles. I grew up going to church and saying the right things and doing the right things and knowing the lingo and knowing exactly what to say and who to talk to. And, you know, I prayed the sinner's prayer. And growing up, everybody told me I was a Christian. I said, you know, you prayed the prayer, you believe in Jesus, you're a Christian. Now, I lived like the devil. And that didn't change until I was in my 20s. I was involved in any kind of sin you could think of. But I had prayed the prayer and I was in church all the time and I knew what the Bible said. So I thought I was a Christian. But you see, one day at the age of 22, I hit my knees and truly repented before God. And he started to speak to me for the first time. And he showed me that I wasn't a Christian until that point. At that moment, I was born again and everything changed. My desires changed. I had a desire to obey God that I didn't have before. I had a desire to carry out his will for my life that I didn't have before. I didn't want to do the things that I was doing before that. I wanted to turn away from the sin that I once loved. And the scariest thing was realizing that I had grown up in church and all my life believed I was a Christian. And in fact, I wasn't. And other people believed I was too and had told me that I was. And you see, I don't want to lead anybody to hell, so I don't want to lie to you. My question to you is, are you like I was, believing that you're a Christian when in fact you are not? Have you truly been born again? You need to examine yourself to see whether or not you truly be in the faith. Because I thought I was, and I wasn't. And I don't want to be responsible for your eternity going the wrong direction. So my question to you is, have you truly been born again? If you haven't, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I absolutely love what that guy said. I absolutely love what that guy said. And this is one of the many reasons why I feel very... It's, it, I feel that it's, you know, I feel incumbent upon myself to make sure that if I'm ever wrong on anything, if I, uh, and, and it's not an if, it's it's when I'm wrong, not if, it's when I'm wrong. I will always admit that. So I thought that was a great testimony from that guy. My wife shared that with me uh, yesterday, actually. She, she shared that with me on TikTok, and I thought that was an excellent testimony that that guy gave. And so, yeah. Because I am also fearful for going to hell. I don't want to be responsible for anybody's, you know, damnation for, you know, for eternity of going to hell. That's why I always like to make sure that what I put forward on the airwaves here in the ether, that it is truthful. And like I said, if for whatever, whatever reason, something ends up being not truthful, or um, I shouldn't say not truthful, but somewhat factually uh, questionable or inaccurate or slightly misguided and someone corrects me, I will make sure that I amend what I have said and make a correction on the record for the next show, because it's very important because words matter as, as we all know, words very much matter. So I just wanted to play that. I thought that was worth a lot of, uh, a lot of weight, more weight than um, the value of gold. And so I thought that'd be great to share that with you guys. So let's get into the reading Isaiah chapter 19 verses one through 25. <clears throat> And we're talking about Egypt in this one. Now, I'm reading out of the New American Bible, Revised Edition. I bounce back and forth from NASB to the NABRE. So 
I'm reading out of the New American Bible, Revised Edition, for those of you that are reading as well. So obviously there might be some slightly different words, I'm sure, depending on the version, if you have NIV or whatever, okay? Starting with verse 1, Oracle of Egypt. See the Lord is riding on a swift cloud on his way to Egypt. The idols of Egypt tremble before him. The hearts of the Egyptians melt within them. I will stir up Egypt against Egypt. Brother will war against brother. Neighbor against neighbor. City against city. Kingdom against kingdom. The courage of the Egyptians shall ebb away within them, and I will bring their counsel to naught. They shall consult idols and charmers, ghosts and clairvoyance. I will deliver Egypt into the power of a cruel master, a harsh king who shall rule over them. Oracle of the Lord, the Lord of hosts. The water shall be drained from the sea. The river shall parch and dry up. Its stream shall become foul and the canals of Egypt shall dwindle and parch. Reeds and rushes shall wither away and bulrushes on the bank of the Nile. All the sown land along the Nile shall dry up and blow away and be no more. The fishermen shall mourn and lament all who cast hook in the Nile. Those who spread their nets in the water shall pine away. The linen workers shall be disappointed. The combers and weavers shall turn pale. The spinners shall be crushed. All the hired laborers shall be despondent. Utter fools are the princes of Zone. I wonder if that meant to be Zion. I don't know. It spells Zone, Z-O-A-N. The wisest of pharaohs, advisors give stupid counsel. How can you say pharaoh? I am a descendant of wise men of ancient kings. Where then are your wise men? Let them tell you and make known what the Lord of hosts has planned against Egypt. The princes of Zone have become fools. The princes of Memphis have been deceived. The chief of the chiefs of its tribes have led Egypt astray. The Lord has prepared among them a spirit of dizziness, and they have made Egypt stagger in whatever she does as a drunkard staggers in his vomit. Egypt shall accomplish nothing. Neither head nor tail, palm branch nor reed, shall accomplish anything. On that day the Egyptians shall be like women, trembling with fear because of the Lord of hosts shaking his fist at them. And the land of Judah shall be a terror to the Egyptians. Every time they think of Judah, they shall stand in dread because of the plan the Lord of hosts has in mind for them. On that day there should be five cities in the land of Egypt that speak the language of Canaan and swear by the Lord of hosts. One shall be called City of the Sun. On that day there shall be an altar to the Lord at the center of Egypt and a sacred pillar to the Lord near its boundary. This will be a sign and witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt so that when they cry out to the Lord because of their oppressors, he will send them a savior to defend and deliver them. The Lord shall make himself known to Egypt and the Egyptians shall know the Lord in that day. They shall offer sacrifices and oblations, make vows to the Lord and fulfill them. Although the Lord shall smite Egypt severely, he shall hear excuse me, he shall heal them. They shall turn to the Lord and he shall be moved by their entreaty and heal them. On that day, there shall be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians shall enter Egypt and the Egyptians enter Assyria and the Egyptians shall worship with the Assyrians. On that day, Israel shall be a third party with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the earth when the Lord of hosts gives this blessing. Blessed be my people, blessed be my people Egypt, 
and the work of my hands, Assyria, and my heritage, Israel. And that is the reading of Isaiah chapter 19, verses 1 through 25. Now, excuse me. So let's get into a little bit of the lessons of the text here. So again, I always get a lot of my commentary and um, summaries from um, either BibleRef.com. That's a really good Bible reference if you want to you know, get notes and commentary and summaries. And then there's MelissaBeatty.com I came across. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-B-E-A-T-Y.com. It's another good online ministry that you could check out. So there's BibleRef.com and MelissaBeatty.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, as we talk about, you know, being face to face with God. Now, verse 17 says that Egypt will be afraid of the land of Judah because of the counsel of the Lord. And Egypt trusted in its vast riches, long history and false gods. And even today, while there is a Christian presence, they rely on science and the growing worldwide economic system. And although they have forsaken their ancient gods, they have only replaced them with new idols. Now, what distinguishes the scientist from the psychic? It's a very good question. Both wholeheartedly believe that they are interpreting reality correctly. Both believe that they are working to understand truth, and both regrettably have given into idolatry. The psychic to the spiritualism of New Age thought and the scientist to evolution and man's wisdoms. Now, we're not referring to the psychics who extort others by pretending to fortune tell and so forth. We're referring to <clears throat> the Wiccan, right? The, the, feng shu, uh, the Feng Shai practitioner and the attempt of modern spiritualism to delve into and access the spirit world so that we can have a healthier and more holistic life, so to speak. Now, when you start inviting spirits into your life and seek direction from spirits, you are in serious danger. This is one of the reasons why Ouija boards should never be toyed around with. Now, similarly, I'm not referring to the scientist who is looking to explain and better understand how God created this world. I'm referring to those who want to explain away God through human reasoning and scientific fact. Now, those people who have made their science their God, science is their moral law, and it's their ultimate right or wrong, which actually makes no sense considering that all science is a theory and not fact. But science is our understanding of what we perceive, and as humans, we are constantly updating our understanding to accommodate our flawed reasoning and or information. So it's the theory of evolution, not the fact of evolution, and any scientist will admit this. So when we base our reality on scientific fact, we place science above God, not cool. While obviously there are things like gravity, which we have you know, to acknowledge, we must also acknowledge that God can at any time do whatever he pleases, including lifting Elijah up in the whirlwind into heaven. And by the laws of physics, Elijah's lungs should have imploded from the force of the whirlwind. But point being, God is in the, you know, is the ultimate source of reality and any line of thought, any God, any spirit, any opinion that we hold apart from the true God is flawed. And the quicker people realize that, I think the better off this world and our nation would be. But And as Egypt will find out, when we come face to face with the reality of God, our false ideology crumbles. And I think that's what we're starting to see more and more in this nation. I think people's realities are going to start shattering. Why? Because those realities were, were all built on a foundation of sand, not on solid rock. 
And so I think a lot of people, we're going to see a lot of people be devastated here in the coming, you know, future, near and distant future. And so we sometimes wonder how Darwin felt when he died and stood before God. Can you imagine how foolish and ashamed he must have felt to realize that he got it so wrong? <laughs> Boy, would I love to be a fly in heaven on that for that conversation. But, you know, people go about their business assuming that they are right, right? And that they understand that the way things are. But so often we are so far from the truth and I myself will, you know, misunderstand things. We all do. You know, we look back and think, you know, how did I believe that? You know, or about, you know, I was, you know, or, or something that I was so convinced that was right several years ago before. And then you look at it and it's like, mm, how could I be so wrong? You know, it's, it's therefore that, you know, it's, it's therefore very important that we set aside our opinions and to really look for the truth from God because of the simple fact that he is truth. It's so important we do that. And yeah, Oscar was just saying, doing a study on the occult holidays currently quite um, quite shattering of some idols I hold to. Same here, man. Same here. Absolutely. It's the same here. That's one of the reasons my wife and I, we, we will not decorate our Christmas tree. Yeah, we put up a Christmas tree, just lights on it. That's it. But we don't decorate it. And so we try to make sure we 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 follow that line of Christ. But yeah, I tell you, there's a lot of idols that I think people are going to see being shattered more and more as time presses forward, as we learn more and more. So let's break this down quickly, verse by verse. Now, in verse one, God's biggest problem with Egypt was its idols, right? So between gods and goddesses, they had over 50 deities that they worshipped. Now, in Exodus, God said that he was not just fighting Pharaoh, but he was fighting the gods of Egypt. Now, God often turns his enemies against each other. And we could see that in Judges 7.22 and in 1 Samuel 14.20. Now, as we look at verses 3 through 4, in a time of trouble, the Egyptians looked to all the wrong places and they turned to their gods rather than the one true God. So in, in response, God will turn them over to a cruel ruler. I mean, it only makes sense. As we look at verses 5 through 10, it's tying in with the prophecy of chapter 11, 15, 11, 15, that we see that God is pointing to events that have not yet occurred while the Nile will be dried up. Verses 11 through 15, returning to do the theme, returning to the theme of bringing down the haughtiness of man, God reveals that one of the problems with Egypt is their pride. And they have made more of themselves than they are, for we are all equal creations of God. We need to remember that. We all put our shoes on the same t same way. No one man or woman is better than the next, because we are all equal creations of God. Obviously with different skills and gifts, but that's a different story. That's something that God puts within us. But the misunderstanding of their rightful place combined with their idolatry has made them so confused that they can no longer produce any meaningful or lasting work. So as is revealed in Romans 128, God will, if they refuse to listen, turn people over to their confusions, right? To a debased mind. Perversion simply means to alter something from its original state to do something that it was not designed to do. And so... Verse 16, 
being lost to confusion and perversion, they no longer have any strength. That is because they are not in their rightful place. So when God comes by, they will be unprepared to face him. Verse 17, false gods can never take the place of the protection and safety provided by the one true God. So when Jesus returns and the power of God is revealed on earth, Egypt and its false understanding will crumble away into fear. I think we're going we're gonna to see more, more of that as we proceed forward in our future here in this nation. Now, verse 18, we see a transition happening now where Egypt has forsaken its false ideologies and is beginning to turn to God. Now, when Jesus comes back, he will rule the nations with a rod of iron, as we see referenced in Revelations 2.27. Now, here... Egypt may be turning to God willingly, or if this is a reference to the millennial reign, they may be obliged to serve God. Now, as we sort through 19 through 21, the altar and the pillar are witnesses in Egypt. Now, whether literal or symbolic, they will there will be a constant reminder of God and the Egyptians will turn to God in truth, as, a see, as is seen in that they will keep the vows made to him. And all of God's judgment against Egypt are designed to bring them into a healthy relationship with the Lord. And as we've seen earlier in the use of judgment against Israel to purge Israel of its sins, God is bringing judgment on a nation that does not know him so that they can learn from him, turn to him, and be healed of all their troubles. And see, that's all I really want to see here. As more people's realities start to shatter and... All the false idols that people held very close and tightly to. And as this nation starts seeing more and more judgments for all the atrocities that we have so ignorantly and, and I guess, I guess willingly ignorantly allowed to happen by turning a blind eye, I believe we're going to still see some sort of judgment here in this nation. Now, does that mean it's the end of the world? No, that's not what I'm saying. It is my belief, though, that. As more events unfold, they're going to start as as more events unfold and more becomes revealed and that veil becomes lifted. Obviously, more realities will start to shatter more and more. And that foundation of sand that people were standing on is going to start to erode away very, very quickly. And then what, what do you got to do then? Well, start getting on a foundation of rock. Therefore, you can learn of him, turn to him and be healed of all your troubles if you just center God in everything you do. It's so vitally important. That's why his hard line exists, to help guide people down that path. It's simple, but it's simple, but challenging for people at the same time because they don't know where to start. And so as we look at verses 23 through 24, verse 7 of chapter 17 reveals that Assyria, along with the rest of the world, will at this time have respect unto God, their maker. And though all the mighty deeds and judgment, judgments God is going to do, he is going to bring people and nations to him. As we look at the last verse, Egypt will one day be counted alongside Israel as a chosen people, and they will be grafted into the family of God, Assyria, Assyria too after its judgment shall be accepted to God. I think we got a lot to, I think, uh, wade through here in the coming weeks and months. 
we're starting to see so much more come come you know uh, become revealed. We're seeing a lot of things take place. We're seeing uh, you know just there, there's so many different things that if you just pay attention, there's no doubt that things are are unfolding before our eyes and the veil is being lifted because more and more normies, if you will, and I hate using that term because I think it's just another term of division, but. I mean, that's the best way I can explain it because you got your awake, you know, you got, you get, it's like being in the matrix, right? You got your red pillars who they finally made the choice to accept the reality for what it really is to know and, and, and discover more truth. And then you got, you know, you take the blue pill while well, you go back to sleep and you'll wake up believing whatever it is you want to believe. Well, I think we're starting to see more normies, the blue pill people, right, that are believing whatever they want, right, as far as false idols and false gods. And as they start seeing more and more truth get revealed and more of that veil becomes uh, lifted, they're going to have no choice but to take that red pill. There's just there, there's going to come a point in time, I think, in my humble opinion, where there's going to be no choice for a lot of people at some point. And yet there's still going to be probably a good five, six, seven percent of people that are still not going to be able to want to, you know, um, I like that better. Destry was saying, I call them asleep, not normies. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. So these people that are asleep, I think it's still, it's still going to take a really long time for people to awaken. Yeah, I like that a lot better. Asleep, sleepers, not normies. Yeah, Destry's saying normies are alert to the BS. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. So there is definitely a distinction. You got your sleepers, you got your normies, and then you got your, you know, your awakened crowd, right? The the ones that have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. I think we're going to see a lot take place more and more as we go forward. And, and again, I do not rule out military oversight with these elections. Remember, they're not certified. I still str stand strong by that, by that, um, by that opinion and, and, and belief. Okay. Now, is it going to happen in the time frame most people think it was, you know, or, you know, it happened in the time that they all thought it would? No. But when does ever anything ever occur in the time frame that we ever expect? It doesn't. But there's one thing that you can be certain of is that there is a lot of things that are definitely taking place that you cannot, you cannot dispute. <laughs> that there is a flood gate, you know, there is a flood of information that's pouring out to people that they are seeing, you know, the investigation into Joe Biden with everything that's going on with, you know, dealings overseas and businesses with Hunter Biden and so on and so forth. And I'm sure we're going to see more on that. So lot a lot that we're still learning. I think there's a lot of stuff that even you and I, like a lot of us that we that we consider to be awake, right? I still think there's a lot of stuff out there I think you and I don't even know about that I think would rock our boat. I really believe that. I really think there is still some more shattering of some realities that haven't taken place yet. Mine included. So all we can do is just pray that God gives us that armor and the discernment to really, you know, take in the truth accordingly and to, you know, just, just armor us up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
want to say thank you yet again for this evening. Thank you for the community here for joining us. And we we want to say thank you and glorify you, God, for all that you do for us and for giving us another day of life and good health. Thank you for this beautiful music that we get to pray in front of. That's really peaceful, not so sad like the other music. So I really like that. Joyful. I appreciate my family. I appreciate the family here at His Our Line. And most importantly, I appreciate the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, even for us, for, for dying for our sin. We ask that you continuously be that guiding light for us. We pray for the future of this nation and our nation state. We pray for our national assembly and all our individual state assemblies and county assemblies. We pray that the Holy Spirit works through all of our assembly members, as well as people in our military and special operations. We pray for, you know, the Holy Spirit to work for even those that are in the DC corporation, that maybe they can help some, you know, subvert the enemy. And most importantly, we just pray that the Holy Spirit works throughout this nation, that they start turning to your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you for all that you do. And as usual, keep guiding us and keep showing us the way and we'll follow. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all we have for the evening. We'll be back here tomorrow for another 1% with him and a, uh, a His Hardline discussion where we talk a little bit about the assembly and just other things that are going on. And Destry was just saying here in the chat board, just had a Russian soldier describing what he's seen. And what he was saying here is children being treated like livestock, being led to slaughter for their organs in Ukraine. It's terrible. We need to pray, you know, let's go back to the prayer for a second. And most importantly, Father, we also want to pray for all the child trafficking victims and the organ harvesting victims that are taking place around the world. We need this to stop. We need this to stop. We pray that the Holy Spirit can work through all the through all the evil out there, that they can just stop what they're doing right now. If they're if there is something that's happening right now at this moment, we just pray that the Holy Spirit causes them to stop what they're doing and just let those kids be. We know that all things are possible through you. So again, we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. We appreciate you sharing that, Destry. It's really sad. It's, 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 it's horrifying. But we will get past all of this. So until then or the next time, remember here at His Heart Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And the reason why this platform is called His Hard Line is because we will defend Jesus' line, make sure the enemy never crosses over it again. So I hope you all have a good day or night, wherever you're at in the world, and we will be back here tomorrow. And so I hope you all have a blessed day or night. God bless, and thank you for joining us here at His Hard Line. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Every day we have something going on, whether it's 1% with him, a His Hardline discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg Block Hour. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. You're just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts. To 
tell you how to assemble your nation, how to get your nation back, how to restore the republic, how to take accountability for your own life, and to finally be free. Be firm and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you. 